Oh, 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 cheeky monkeys. Get on with it. Toppy, toppy. ABW Live. This is the post-game show for Arsenal 2, Bournemouth 1 in the FA Cup, setting up a game against another South Coast rival in uh, Pompey. But before I introduce everybody, let's go through the chat box, because they're, that's who we're really here for, not the other two people. Who we've got in there? We've got to see Renry's in there, Pat Brady. Is Yvonne in there? I think maybe Yvonne. Yvonne, if you're in there, give us a shout. Debbie Elder, JSSAFC, and 2365100. Oh, Pete Coulson. And who's behind ABW? Who's behind Burkamp Wonderland today? Well, I can introduce you. You could probably see him if you're watching already. So it's not a very good introduction, but it's Danny. You've got to be here because John is unreliable. Oh, poor old John. He's got, he's got, the, 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 got the AIDS again. <laughs> Down the clinic, John. <laughs> Oh dear. I'm also joined by a man I haven't podded with for a while, and it's probably the quietest he's ever been for a minute and 15 seconds. It's Chris. Hi, Josh. How are you, sir? I've missed you. I have missed you. Uh, missed I can hear you. you. We, we oh, could missed... spend the rest of this just talking about how much we've missed each other. I've missed you like the desert's missed the rain, Josh. I've but, missed you, know. you like Danny misses lactose. Oh, don't. Danny, Danny misses <laughs> a lot of lactose. <laughs> I've had to. Uh, I, I, the government decided to put me on PIP now, which is uh, which is lovely. So they asked me to list all my medication and the side effects. Diarrhea, Was the form like that? I'm yeah, surprised you can spell diarrhea. I haven't. I spell it different every time. Personal <laughs> independent payment for those of our non-UK viewers, by the way. Oh. It also stands for um, pity infantile pleb payment. It's That's bullshit. But I'm enjoying Something filling like it out. Wow. Yeah, it's enough about you filling up the toilet you? with your arse gravy. Right. No, Go Should on, we talk Josh, about the game? Come no. on. There's 73 people here and no. they want to hear all about us. And we've got 20 thumbs up already. Oh, this is because of Chris. That's why. It's not for me. Should we talk about the lineups? Uh, we saw a couple of changes. Uh, Chris, do you want to talk us through them? Yeah, yeah, sure. Um yeah, good. No, nice to see. I, th- I think it was predictable that we'd make a few changes. Um, the only one I was a little bit surprised about was we didn't see Danny Ceballos from the start, but we saw him later on, um, which I'm sure will come to. But um, yeah, maybe some would say a bit of a risk to play the likes of Martinelli, maybe Pepe. Um, and obviously the, the injury to Mustafi is um, either a blessing or a curse, whichever way you look at it. But uh, yeah, it's, it's a good a good lineup, youthful. Um, I know we'll talk about this in a bit more depth, but I thought that the young players who were given their legs today really performed, really stood out. Um, obviously, the change at goal is, is standard in these competitions. Uh, but yeah, I, I was I was pleased. Good good lineup. It was a, it was enough of a lineup to get us over the line, um, which ultimately is is all you really need. And um, and yeah, gave gave some players who haven't had as much football in their legs uh, a little bit more game time. Um, including one Eddie Nketiah. So, um, yeah, delighted to see him on the sheet and playing very well because we're going to need... Uh, we, we might His two or three goals off the bench this season might be the difference between Europa League uh, Europa League win or not, or it could be a difference in, in Premier League places. So, good to see. Yeah, and Danny, before I come to you, big shout to Michael Harneman, who has slid in and stuffed some 
dirty money down your front of your wife fronts. Down Chris's um, uh, pirate pants. It's, it's he's paid us in doubloons. Pirate <laughs> panties. <laughs> oh, and what the comment in there is the uh, the young guns were fantastic tonight. Saka, Willock, Martelli, and Ketia. She wore. Yes. Mm. Danny, what did you reckon to Enketia starting? I thought against a Bournemouth side that, to be honest, are a bit of a wet lettuce at the moment. Um, you would have thought maybe Lacazette was a chance for him to get some confidence and get one in off his ass. Yeah, well, it's only um, his, I'm just checking, his 21st game and fourth goal for Arsenal. Now, uh, when he was told, to go, when, he, when Leeds didn't want him or he didn't want to stay there, whichever one it is, I don't think we'll ever know. We thought he's going to come back. He's going to go straight back out on loan. Aubameyang got suspended for three games. He's stayed at the club. There's still talk. Uh, we don't know, but the, the people who know say there's still talk of him going to Bristol City once the uh, Aubameyang is back. Personally, I'd keep him at the club because other than Aubameyang and uh, Lacazette and possibly Martinelli. I don't think we have anybody else who can play up front. And I think we need to be quite careful with Martinelli that we don't overuse him. And Eddie showed tonight, he got, according to who scored, he got an up to rate in 7.3. He got a goal. and Fantastic for him tonight. He's so quick, though. So um, I'm really happy to see him because there would have been maybe a manager in the past that maybe would have had him at the club at this stage of the season and just had his on the bench all the time. Or, I know, in the Wenger days, he spent an entire an entire season at the club because I remember moaning saying this season he should have been out on loan and he spent most of that season on the bench doing but in fact I'm gonna have a look that season was 17-18 he played three Premier League games one FA Cup game uh, one League Cup game and five European games and that was for an entire season I remember thinking then that was a waste he needed to play more in those 10 games that he played in 17-18 most of them um, would have been substitute appearances apart from the, uh, the League Cup one so really happy to see him. And he's proved a point because I, I'm not the only gooner who has thought, I'm not sure if Eddie's going to make it. Along with um, Death Row and a couple of the others, I thought, oh, he's really on the verge now whether he can make it or not. And I think tonight has shown that he has got what it takes. Maybe not against the big teams, but he's got the pace to cause trouble. And yeah, I'm very happy to see him. Excellent. Let's start with the game as well. Uh, before I could even deal with the fact that Steve McManaman was commentating for us, Chris, we saw Saka score. What a thunder bastard. Yeah, Absolute thunder yeah. bastard of a goal. You don't see many of those sort of goals, do you? It reminded me of sort of a, a Lacazette-style finish. He likes that one. Cardiff, was it, last season? And Chelsea as well. I think he got similar goals. Um but yeah, you love you love to see those because it, it, it's those sort of shots, those sort of uh, drills that make even the, the the most average Sunday league footballer go. Actually, sometimes even professionals just stick their head down and smash it because that's you know basically what he did. He got his head over the ball and, and hit it as hard as he possibly could, and, and it does catch a goalkeeper out. Particularly, I think that's Bournemouth's third choice goalkeeper at the moment. So you know you've got to test him. What I liked particularly about well, the first goal and indeed the second, which we'll come on to, is the approach play, the the patience we showed. It's something that we, I think we struggled with under Unai Emery, probably because of the style of play that he was looking to, you know, to, to make the squad play under. But the the Arteta ball way is is definitely something I'm enjoying because we're we're retaining possession with a purpose is the best way I could put it. We're not just holding the ball for the sake of holding the ball and just going backwards and sideways for no reason. We're we're um, recycling, to use a modern phrase, and, and we're we're moving the ball and, and we're getting good off the ball movement as well. 
Um, as I say, I know we'll come on to the second goal, <clears> particularly prevalent in that ball out to the uh, left-hand side from um, Mustafi into Willock and Willock outside to Saka. So, yeah, but the first goal again, as I say, good approach play, good good work um, from Saka to make the run. Um, and the kick can finish. We we saw that in the Europa League game where he got his first goal. Um, and and it's, it's another benefit to him playing in that sort of wing-back role. He offers us a goal threat even in that position. So, um, please for him. And, uh, and and really good patient build up play from the team and terrific finish like you say just just the thunder bastard hit it hard and uh, I don't think it was a hope for the best he knew what he was doing but classy classy finish another nevertheless yeah and Danny I hope you've cleared your throat now as well I'm sure nobody <laughs> noticed that <laughs> ever the professional I muted myself for the second part of it. At least I didn't go, oh, fuck this time. I'm getting there. It's only been eight years I've been doing this. <laughs> oh, blimey. Uh, so, yeah, you saw the 1-0 up and we were completely all over Bournemouth, Danny. Uh, then we got, Gwendouzi got a ball to the face. Uh, I think this is, well, I can't really go into like Mustafi, similar kind of time for the last game. But... Yeah. Do you think that maybe um, um, uh, Gwendouzi went down a little bit because it was in the area and they were all shouting handball and he had to make a little bit more of a big deal of it going, honestly, it hit me in the face and now I think I'm going to die. It didn't hit me anywhere else rather than just going, okay, whatever, because then they'd have gone, ah. But then we didn't have an hour for VAR to look at it, did we? I mean, no, the game I thought was really he'd... as long as it was. <laughs> I thought he'd Stephen Taylor'd it, to be fair. What's I that really mean? thought he'd... Do you not remember Stephen Taylor for Newcastle where he handled yeah. it on the ball and they went down like he'd been shot? Uh, well, I yeah. don't imagine it. Oh, sorry. That's probably a hipster podcast kind of reference. Not one for this. Still playing, I'll... Still playing in uh, MLS, isn't he? I think. I think so. Yeah, is he in MLS or is he in? Um, South or is he in Australia? Oh, he could be in Australia. I think he went and played for the Portland Timbers at one point. Yeah, he did. No, that was. Oh, were you thinking of Liam Ridgewell? Yeah, he did as well. He definitely played in MLS, but I think he also went to Southend for a while. Chris, anyway, I, Chris, read our private message. Wellington Phoenix as a defender. Oh, oh. there you go. Private. Yes, there we go. That's why I've got into that one. That's a... Oh, that, not that one, sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I can do, yes. Yes, sorry, yeah. You could have just read it and let Josh get on with the show. No, that's more fun just hearing how well, it works in the background. I've told people he's got a little dial on his on his knob. Careful, people. We need to turn it up a little bit. It says volume, but for some reason, it's not his gain. And then we'll be able to hear him a little bit better. Go on, Josh. Sorry. That's okay. I was too busy. Uh, we were too busy getting distracted and looking at where Stephen Taylor was in his career. And he is in Australia. For some reason, that's in my brain. I don't know why. I barely remember where I live now because of that useless piece of information. Anyway, 25 minutes in. Danny, go. Little Eddie. Yes, I was just replying to uh, Chris uh, Highland there, who is, uh, he's, he grew up where you grew up, Josh. Did he? He's Norwegian, but he's grown up in Brighton, so he sounds like an English geezer. Keep trying to get him on. He's the one who went to South America and travelled all over there for three years. Need to get him on. Um, oh, yeah, that first goal, that was, I, I was doing something, and I don't know, both the goals I missed, and I only managed to see them by, via the replay. So I saw that so he came in from the left-hand side and, and gave it a thunder bastard. And I think that reminded me a little bit of um, of Bellerin's goal um, against Chelsea, the way they just went, fuck it, I'm having a shot, it's going to go in, and, and got it in from quite a tight angle. But it was the Martinelli build-up for the play that was quite impressive, though, wasn't it? Yes, and I was talking yeah. about the second goal. Are you on the second goal already? Yeah. Yeah. 
Bloody you're too busy to talk. Don't around, do you? 11 minutes in, Josh and Jason would still be doing the hellos. <laughs> yeah, you said, we've got an hour to get this done, and I'm trying yes. to get it done in an hour. You know, you made it more difficult by having Chris on at the same time. <laughs> we've already gone off and started. We've even done Stephen Taylor's career. I can go through that if you want in a bit. Still get this done in an hour. Well, you didn't ask me about the first goal. So there you go. That, that was the first goal. Thanks, the Danny. goal. I can't remember it. Like I said, I missed it and only saw the replays. Shall I talk about it? Go on, yeah. then. I don't remember. I'll jump in. Yeah. So it's just, I can't even read my writing now. Because, uh, oh, it's because I've put uh, Arsenal tearing Bullmouth a new one uh, with that goal. It was, um, I think, we're going to have to coin a new phrase because Wenger Ball was dead. Michael Selby gonna... 22 gonna... past Freddie's goal, all 10 outfield players involved. Yeah, and I'm going to call that Arteta Tacker. <laughs> <laughs> like it. And we're going to so, try and get that going. Talk the goal then, what happened? Well, we just passed it around a fuckload and then... Uh, <laughs> eventually it goes to Saka who then plays like a reverse cross goes behind Martinelli and then we'll get to our first break for about 10 hours of VAR and we'll mention why it took so long in a second uh, oh yes because they were VAR his knee the hairs yes. if, if you'd have had hairy knees like me and Chris that would have been that would have been offside but luckily oh, due to the not having hairy knees we, you know, we all know they were just bored and wanted to do something for five well, minutes. You know who it was who was in VAR today? I, well, it, was, it, was, it was Tranmere's greatest supporter. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Michael of Dean. Wanker. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, I do remember the goal. Uh, because people I wasn't going to be on tonight, John was on, but his computer's died. So um, that's why I'm on. normally I'd make notes and take notes, but I wasn't. I was um, just doing other stuff. Yes, yeah, so I do remember it. And I remember thinking, in fact, I tweeted. Um, I did a wonderful tweet that went something along the lines of VAR is an absolute fucking load of shit. It's killing the enjoyment for every fucking goal. And 14 people agreed with me. So, yeah, I was very angry at the time because the amount of time they were fucking around with that. And then they're lining it up and then they're doing the dot, dot, dot red line going up to his knee. And then they're going moving that and then making that go back down again. And I'm thinking, well, why didn't you spend this much time with Tammy Abraham's goal? He had his hand in the face of our goalkeeper going, you will not see what's going on, my old fruit. Anyway, John, stop me waffling on Chris Lodato. That's why. I dare you. Chris Lodato slipped uh, $5 worth of doubloons down uh, Chris's pants. He has, and he has said something rude about me. He said I'm translucent, which is unfair. I'm not that translucent. But my my barber did tell me to go and get some vitamin D. (laughs) Surely that's an excuse to go on holiday. That's medical advice. You can't ignore that. But yeah, Dato shouldn't be giving us money. He needs to save that money up and get himself some decent whiskey because the shit he was drinking last night, if Shredder would have seen that, he'd have disowned him. I, I mean, you he, also needs to, he also needs to buy a computer as well, doesn't he? I won't, I won't have a computer. bad word said about him. He's a, he's a, he's a, he's a legend of a man. But That's he, true. Owns, Shredder is a legend. He owns, uh, Mr. Lodato, I mean, and he owns oh. uh, four pieces of pirate merchandise on Abbey there. I love the way that whenever he's out with the missus, he's always sending the picture and he's always wearing one of your pirate stuff, no matter where he goes. I know, it's brilliant. His missus has got one as well. She's got her own shirt as well. It's great. Anyway, sorry. Okay. You don't get this from uh, you don't get this from the BBC, do you, people? No, no. You just they just be showing pe- pictures of the wrong people all the time. The wrong... <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, think, I, did have, I did have to watch that four times before I realised it's the name on the back that was wrong. <laughs> it's not just the name that the back is wrong it's the person in the shirt oh, as well, well, that as well yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway 
Should we continue with this Arsenal game? Go, go, go. Um, but actually, Chris, do you want to talk about that second goal as well? Yeah, yeah, just just briefly. I, I touched on it slightly earlier on, but um, yeah, the the, the build-up play, the approach play. Um, I thought Mustafi's ball into Willock was was a beauty actually because it, it really cut the the passing line open. Um, it would be fair to say, and I, I don't like to agree with Steve McManaman of for anything, but he sort of said after the goal, it was awful from Bournemouth and brilliant from us. And I, I do agree, Bournemouth's marking was literally non-existent, but the movement was superb. It went from from the right back area, ended up to the left wing and then shot across. Um, but yeah, I love uh, the Mustafi ball was was the penetrating ball and, and Willock's uh, ability to just put his foot on the ball and, and distribute to Saka, who, whose uh, pace was a constant threat down that left-hand side, uh, doing his best Kolasinac impression, uh, but with defensive ability. And um, yeah, really good cross. Um, I don't know whether Martinelli's dummy was intentional. I think he was trying to get on the end of it, but worked out well. And and the thing I love about the finish as well was, I know he's been working with him already, but it, it was very Ian Wright um, and Ketty's finish. And I know that he's he's sort of personal friends with Wrighty, and I know they have a connection on social media and whatnot, but it was a really good composed finish. It reminded me, do you remember when Wrighty got his goal against Bolton for the 179 and it was that kind of finish, just in and around the penalty box, sniffing around for things. I was there um, for that game. Well, yeah, there you go. Um, but yeah, that, that was that was good to see. And I, I like Nketiah as a player. I think the biggest problem he's going to have is, is game time. Um, but it was, it was a really clinical finish and it was a, a point in the game where we I felt that we needed that second goal, um, much like we have done in our league games when we won the up. You, you sort of think, mm, yeah, but Sheffield United, prime example, because we, you know, we we're always liable to concede, which obviously we did again. So it was, it was a good time to score, um, which is the biggest cliche in the world, but it's true. And um, we, we probably could have gone on. I think we, we were close to scoring a third one straight from kickoff as well. But uh, yeah, good, good for Nketiah. Again, lovely build up, more patient play, um, you know, probing with intent which is something I think John does on a Saturday night. And um, yeah, yeah, really clinical finish and, and good performance. And, you know, Eddie's sort of player that he's, you can tell he thrives on goals. Um, he's given a chance tonight and he took it. So well done, Stella. Josh, did you like the fact that we stayed with the same wing-back-winger wing combination that we did for the last game when we could have really got away with changing it? Yeah, I did. I, was, I don't think we've really got many options at the moment wide we've got a lot of injuries still in those kind of positions or suspensions with Aubameyang being out because uh, where's Reese Nelson he wasn't on the bench was he he's got I a hamstring injury at the moment yeah he's coming back from it yeah so I think whilst Nelson probably would have come into this game instead of Pepe but whilst he's out I think yeah it's a case of almost needs must and these players are coming back and we need to kind of get them to bed in you could very much see, well, Pepe and Bellerin, I think, is going to be the first choice starting pair on that right-hand side anyway. So the, any game time we can get them, especially in these games where Bournemouth for that first half, which I think we should talk about how well we played. There's, there's good signs, half. by the way, of that link-up, just while you, while you touched on it. That Bellerin-Pepe sign is already, to me, looks yeah. like a good understanding. So that's good to see. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's good to come back to you, Chris, as well, on Pepe. Um, I think John voiced his displeasure at how he seems to kind of sit on the ball rather than mm. take it round to them. Um, mm. Is he getting the ball too late for where he kind of, where his dribbling comes in? Yeah. Is that it? 
Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think you're spot on. Um, he's we touched on this in the last live show I was on, but his his game in Liga was was based on a very different type of style, a different, very different type of team, very much based on counter attacking at speed. Um, it was ironic actually because I was watching Lille last night play PSG, and they've got another player called Jonathan Ikone who's recently become a, an international, and he's. He's the next one sort of off that Pepe production line that, that Lille have got where he's quick feet, pace, you know, and he, he does run at players, but generally it's on the counter-attack. It's not receiving the ball in the halfway line and asked to move forward. Um, I think Pepe's getting better every week, personally. I think he's got a manager who who has faith in him. I think he's got a manager who's putting trust in him to deliver what he's asking him to do. Um, yeah, of course, you know, for a player of his his level and his cost, we, we of course we want more we want more output, we want more uh, more goals potentially. But I think he's I think he's slowly but surely starting to adjust, and uh, and I think it's coming at a good time. Um, Defenses this time of year traditionally will get a little bit tired because if you look at the twenty teams in the Premier League, most of their sides are rotate their forward lines quite a lot. The defensive lines of most teams are very rarely rotated for obvious reasons. So I think this is the time where you start to get some defenders, um, you know, with a, a bit of a lack of, of fitness levels or, you know, with a, a bit of um, rust, shall we say. So it's an ideal time to have a flying winger. Um, and, and he looks like a happier player to me as well. He, he looks happier than he did when he was when he first came into the team. Um, but, yeah, I thought his performance was decent tonight. I do get what John's saying, though. You know, sometimes you just look at him and you think, Christ, you've got all the skill in the world. He's, he's fleet of foot. Just go at somebody. Um, the only caveat I'd say to that is, other than Nketiah's goal tonight, we very rarely have anyone in the box ready for a ready for a header or a tap-in. It's more like we build up and hit teams on the counter um, in the final third. So, yeah, I think it'll come. Um, and we've, we've got to remember, is still, you know, he's still bedding in. There's a, there's a lot of time to work with these players, but... I like I like what I'm liking what I'm seeing from Pepe, and we're we're starting to get a glimpse of the player I saw last year, and um and, and the player that we we spent a lot of money on. So, yeah, hopefully he will um he'll keep building on this. Yeah, Danny, what did you make of that first half as well, where we completely dominated Bournemouth, um, and were we were they almost lucky to only go in two 0 down? Yeah, it was, uh, I think the first half hour, we, we could have... It's been our story for so many years as Arsenal. We don't kill teams off. Like you were saying, we nearly scored straight from the kickoff after the second goal. And if we'd have, if we'd have done that, then I don't think they'd have, uh, they'd have got much hope out of the game because right near the end of the game, if that had gone for another 10 minutes, they probably would have scored another one. A lot of people saying that when the defender goes... When uh, Mustafi went off, it changed the game. I think um, Eddie was a little bit quiet after his goal. I mean, he still ran around. He was still doing good stuff, but... Yeah, I think it was because we've uh, we had so many young players playing out there, and I know we've got the a couple of combinations that have worked for Premier League games. Guendouzi a lot of the time was on his own in the middle of the pitch because Xhaka was going back and doing stuff, and Willock was going forward and doing stuff. And when you, and all these things combined made it um, made it hard for us to get any. I don't know, is continuity the right word for it? Uh, we try and break to break them down and get the ball off, and then and like we did against Chelsea, every time we got the ball, bang, we were gone. I think we tried that a couple of times tonight, and it didn't work. But uh, Bournemouth, when they made their substitutions, I think Eddie realised we can win this because the first half hour we were really on it, and then as the game went on, we tired quite a lot. But just really good that we managed to to stay on and win. But bloody, hell, Bournemouth were quite insistent at the end, weren't they? Yeah. So they only really had one kind of chance in that first half. Um, a shot, a fierce shot at Martinez, 
but he kind of spilt that, didn't really hold on to it as much as you'd like from a goalkeeper. He got up quickly though, didn't it? Just in case. Was that the one from um, Cook? Uh, someone on the edge of the... Wilson, the floor, maybe? He? Yeah. Yeah, hit the yeah, floor. And went, I thought, you cheeky fuckers. We've conceded two goals, one against them lot and one against Chelsea with it. Um, deflections or hitting the floor and going in. Yeah. Cheeky. Yeah. Um, but that took us into half-time. And we know what happens at half-time, Danny. We go and what talk ha- to the chat box again. Do we? I think so. How many, how many likes I want to, pick out, I want to well, pick out a comment, actually. Well, okay. Just before we do that. Go on, I know it's one. Uh, I know it's one from Panini, and it caught my eye, so I thought I'd give him some love. He said, oh, where's it gone? I've got to scroll all the way back now, Panini. Damn you. He said, fucking love this channel. My dad, wa- my dad was, is a gooner, uh, and I'm Gillingham for life. So just shows that people tune in to us just for the contents, not even for the article sometimes. So <laughs> you're very welcome, Panini. Um, I like the Jills. Yeah. Even sometimes my mum tunes in and then she tunes immediately out. That's what she told me. I mean, you Actually, can't blame her, really. <laughs> Sean is, uh, she's on work placement at the moment at a uh, primary school somewhere near Nottingham. And her and the bloke, she, she's a teaching assistant to become a teacher. And she's doing it with this bloke whose name I can't remember. And they were doing, they were marking or discussing future plans for the, the teach classes they're going to teach. They watched our last show. And as soon as he started, he went, that one's your dad. <laughs> she said, why? Well, he looks like you. <laughs> oh, oh uh, sorry jason <laughs> how dare you mine didn't have a romantic ending ending in kit kats and bins <laughs> so i said i'd say hello to him, but she hasn't yeah. told me what his name is so move on oh okay i will uh so there's 201 people in the box at the moment but at least three of them are us and there's 53 thumbs up that you know. is uh just done just over 25 percent josh it is, but we had 20 when we first started. Like People came straight in and were on that like button. A bit like Arsenal. Started early, and then just nothing trailed off towards the end. Unless these people have got mad stamina, and they're going to end up giving us a like right at the end. Mad stamina? Someone, is mad that in case there's any utes watching? Yeah, exactly. Hey. All the utes. You get your trousers uh, on back to front and everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's for a different reason. Ah... <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, I don't even know what I mean by that. I'm not touching that one. <laughs> That's what she said. Yeah. Uh right. So you lovely like or not like box, chat box, give us a like, please. Or give us a chat, one of the two. I've seen they've done a lot of chatting, not a lot of liking. And the more likes we get, the more happy Jason is. And you see how angry he is at the moment. So you're gonna need a lot of fucking likes. Maybe Probably two hundred. That'll do it. Yeah. Let's go two hundred. There's two hundred and two of you, so that's that's fine. I've already liked it as well. So easy. Tappy wow. tappy mother flippers. Right. Second half. Well, fifty minutes in, I have got Martinelli going down. Danny, um, not like that. Uh, and we <laughs> looked a bit bad because Atkinson had to stop play, didn't he? Yeah, that happened a couple of times during the game. It was mainly in the second half for me. And there must have been four or five players that went down. And I was really happy to see that the the um, our physio people and doctor were straight on the pitch. They're not fucking around anymore after this, what happened to Socrates and the amount of time that he's been out um, is injured the right word or in rehabilitation or recouping from those kind of things. You've got to be really careful. When Martinelli went down, I thought, if, if he's knackered, that's our season gone. Because, uh, yeah, but then I was also thinking... 
he hasn't been the player he was against Chelsea. So maybe that's him done for us now. But either way, it's worrying when any player goes down, whether it's a head injury or any other kind of injury, but can't have it happen to him. No, definitely. How many did we have go down? It was him, Bellerin, Mustafi, Guendouzi. I think they all had a little turn on the floor, didn't they? Yeah, they all had a little fouling on each other. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure Saka went down for a little bit of a lie down you could as see, well. You could see in the second half, Bournemouth went, right, lads, sleeves up, here we go, get stuck in. There was a, a distinct difference in their attitude towards the game, wasn't there? Well, I, did, I, I did enjoy that chant from Bournemouth. What is it? that This is embarrassing or you are embarrassing, which I thought was quite ironic for a team that's facing relegation to the championship. Fucking mugs. With a wet lettuce of a manager. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. <laughs> I think I think I heard what you said there, Chris. So mm-hmm. we'll essentially move over whilst you get a little bit of hate from uh, some people who wanted him to be our manager. Other oh, idiots. Fuck yes, them. it's true. Uh, Danny, we saw Gwendozi. Oh, actually, Chris, we saw Gwendozi with some handbags. Mm. With Gosling. Mm. Um, what's going on there? It's just. It's, it's just Matteo being Matteo. You know, I, I've seen so many um, so many people online for the past few months. Oh, you know, he's going backwards in his development. He's not, you know, he's not the player we thought he was. Or is he actually overrated? Blah, blah, blah. Sharp. Honestly, he's, he's, a, he's a quality, aggressive, bored-up little player. Arsenal fans, are, we're a funny group, funny bunch. You know, we, we, we shout and, and cry for, for months or for years saying, oh, we haven't got a player like we had in Flamini or, you know, like a Ray Parler or somebody who's just going to buzz around the midfield, win tackles and make some make some uh, some fouls here and there. Oh, we haven't got a player who actually stops the play and makes those cynical fouls. Um, I bet he's Arteta's dream with those with those cynical fouls. You know, that's, that's, that's the Pep Guardiola um, mantra, isn't it? Take out the, 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 the player on the ball to, to stop the foul or take out a player in midfield to stop the breakaway. Um you know, I, I get Matteo's going to wind a few people up because he goes down a little bit easier sometimes. And yeah, you know, his, his, his distribution needs a bit of work at times, but he's a young lad. Um, and, and the thing that I love about him is if if you if you change his name to Matthew Gregory, um, he, you know, and he was from North London, everybody would be like, oh, he's one of ours. And, and he'd, you know, he'd be one of the academy and, and nobody would say a thing. I think it's only a little bit of the element of, oh, well, he's another French lad that we've signed in. But for me, he's one of ours. You know, he, he sort of bleeds Arsenal already. Um, and I think he's an integral part of our future. I actually quite like the way Arteta's managing him at the moment, giving him a bit of a breather. I think he he got to the point under Emery where he was bla- he, he was taking on too much responsibility. He's been his first like, start since before Christmas, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And I, th- I think for the past sort of two months or so, he's he's you know he has had time off, so to speak, or come from the bench. And and sometimes young players need that. I think the same things happening. Um, Josh will probably be able to speak about this as well with his knowledge of the championship. Same thing is happening with Mason Mount at Chelsea at the moment, you know, for Derby last year, he, you know, he, he played for the entire season in the championship and looked outstanding. He stepped up to a high level this year. And I think after a really promising start, he now looks like a player who needs a break and young players do. Um, and I think Gunduzi's the same, but his performance tonight was, was mature. I thought he was very, you know, he went down at the right times um, he he broke up play at the right times. He fouled at the right times, and and I thought he looked pretty composed in possession. And um, you know, again, I think I've said I think I said this on every show, but it, it's so frustrating as an Arsenal fan. It's like, why can't we just have nice things? Why do we always have to find the fault in in players and try and get players out before they've 
um, been good for us. Um, so I, I, I'm, I think he's got a big future ahead. And yeah, I'm, I'm not sitting here telling you that he's the second coming of N'Golo Kante, but um, you know, he's it, there's a lot of potential there, and and there's a lot of midfields in in the Premier League right now that would take him. Um, Man City being one of them, I think. And, and we just got to be patient. Um, and that said, I think the the Xhaka Torreira partnership, you know, for all my um, um, concerns and uh, for all my worries about Granit Xhaka and, and not particularly rating him as a footballer, um, him and Torreira is working right now. So Gondizi, you know, does need to work hard to get back into that team. Danny. Danny, I think he either has a point or he needs to fart. It's one of the two. I'm being polite. <laughs> two things, you know, psychologically, when pushed to make up a made-up name, you, people always give the surname as a first name, like Christus did. Really? The police, that's how the police know you're making up names. Also, oh. um, before we go to Ed's donation, Rudy Rastos says, Arteta on sloppiness, and a quote, in our passing, the rhythm was down, and I didn't f- like that very much. In the second half, we knew they were going to push, put bodies forward and cross in the box, and we suffered a little. Obviously, conceding a goal at the end makes it difficult and nervy. Cheers for that, Rudy. And now I'm going to go down and find... Uh, Ed's one. Well. Oh. But yeah, sorry, do it. please do Ed's first. Though. Ed, um, that has made me laugh. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, sadly... Um, Ed's granddad uh, um, passed away at the weekend and a uh, lovely bloke. And if you go and have a look at Ed's Twitter, there's lots of pictures of Ed holding hands of his granddad and uh, Ed was being very brave about it all. So it's a very hard time because uh, I think Ed said, for, I think for 27 years or 17 years, um, his granddad was his best friend. And yeah. so... Uh, I can relate yeah. to that. God bless, mate. Yeah. Yeah, I think one of um, Ed's granddad's last words was "Don't, don't worry about it or something like that. I remember reading it yesterday and thinking that's very savvy. Yeah, you had a similar thing, didn't you, Chris? Yeah, yeah, my my I, my grandparents brought me up really. Um, and my granddad, when he passed, it was literally like losing a best mate. Um, he made me the man I am today, or, or female I am today. I don't know which sort of caught between, but yeah, no, no, it, it is always difficult to lose somebody who's close. Um, I think Ed's uh, held himself um, very in a very classy manner, and 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 did a lot to make his granddad's last few days. Uh, um enjoyable ones so yeah full credit to you my man and we're, we're very lucky to have you as part of our audience thanks ed that was really hard to segue away from yep oh bloody hell <laughs> oh, right, how do we get this back into the game no. <laughs> cheers ed um shout at people about the likes josh that's a good segue right. Oi. ed's probably giving us a like be like ed give us a like go on 209 of you in there now, only 81 likes. Even Stefan Selby's here now. Oh, dear. You know, that's the problem. Watch yeah. out, guys. He'll be in there. He looks like um, Adrian Durham. <laughs> I don't, oh, oh, come on, Josh. That, that's a low blow. I'd expect that from Jace, not from you. Come on. I oh, loves it, really. And he sounds like Barry White. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a wonderful FIFA player. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, don't, don't. You, you know he's lying now when you say that. Oh, he's pretty good. I've seen <laughs> the videos. Yeah. Ones. Uh, <laughs> right. That's got us back on track. Cheers, Jason. There Jens. you go. Cheers, Stefan. <laughs> uh, right. Uh, next bit I have got is, weirdly, Mustafi gets injured. Is this the first time there's been a little bit of concern in about two seasons of a Mustafi injury? <laughs> Uh, 
because Martinez comes out and he goes full Neuer, full Almunia, full whatever. Um, yeah, Chris, did you feel slightly worried about what happened to Mustafi there? I, I, I really did because uh, Scodron, I, ah, uh, it's you, you know when. You know, like when you at Christmas and you get you get bought a gift by somebody you know in your family, and and you open it and you realise it's a Lynx gift set, and it sits on your on your bathroom shelf for like six months, and then you run out of your favourite deodorant, and then you realise shit, I need to go back to the Lynx box set that I got at Christmas, and you dig it out, and 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 you try and find the positives, and you go, look, I I do, but I do like the smell, it does keep me clean. You know, it does a job. Sure, I'll probably move it aside when I get a new one. But, it, you know, it, it's still there and it's still hanging around and I, I can still make use of it. And that's kind of how I see Mustafi. I can't actually believe I've just made a reference to Lynx Africa. And- <laughs> <laughs> I was say, Mustafi, but, Mustafi is the Lynx Africa of football. Honestly, if you don't tweet that, I swear. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> it's... Um, it's what I'm going to go with now, and uh, I'm quite proud of that analogy. But You've seen that quote there, Chris, from Rudy Rastos for um, the Arteta or Mustafi? Uh, I was have to assess him tomorrow, but when Mustafi has come off, normally it's not a good sign. And he's right, and and that's almost sort of beautifully segues me into my other point: is that you know, for all his faults, he is a 110 percent footballer. You know, he is a guy that will will give his all. His all isn't always very good, but he will always give his all. And um, Look what Avon's put. I'm very worried Mustafi's injured. He won't be sold this window. And yeah, I think I think a lot of people can relate to that, um, Avon. But no, I, I think at this stage we um, you can probably get links for Avon nowadays as well. But um, yeah, I, I I think at the moment we need as many bodies as we can get. Uh, the Brazilian lad seems to be a done deal. I know there's a lot of stuff in the press about him going back to Brazil. I've, uh, well, I won't say too much, but I've got it on fairly fairly good authority that that's that's a done, a done deal. It's all part of the process that he went back. But um, Hold yeah. on, David says, Chris, you are describing Mustafi as a bad smell. <laughs> I, I have replied that it's a smell not as bad as BO. No, absolutely. <laughs> so it's, it's a relative <laughs> smell. The price it is. Um, but yeah, I I I I I just kind of want Mustafi to have a good career, and I, and I want things to go well for him. You know, he yes, he has made a lot of errors. Yes, he is probably one of the worst signings we've made in the defensive area since Miguel Silvestre. But, you know, you see some of the good things he does. And I thought overall, he actually played quite well tonight. I thought he did, did a good job. And I'll say that, that pass for the, the second goal was was superb. And, and overall, he'll, he'll put his body on the line as he proved against against Chelsea as well. So, you know, I, I hope it's not a serious injury. Um, you're right, Josh. I think Martinez probably was a little bit... Um, a little bit full Armonia in that particular role. I don't think he needed to come racing out. Hopefully it's not as serious as it looks. Um, the one good thing I would say is that obviously Socrates has come through unscathed. Um, Rob Holding's back. David Luiz obviously is fit. And, and if Mari does get completed and announced, then we've got that option. But I saw the quotes from Arteta um, posted in the chat uh, earlier on. Um, that he's basically said that the club are working hard to bring in one, potentially two new bodies. Um, I'm led to believe it will be more likely to be two, um, one on loan and and one on a, a short-term deal from what I can gather. But, you know, we, we do need the bodies there. Um, and I'm not 100% sure we would have shifted Mustafi in January anyway. I think it was always the plan to keep him around in January and then maybe look to move him on in the summer, which ironically was the plan last year. So we'll have to see. But... Um, yeah, it's a tough one. 
Um, was was it actually his ankle that took the brunt of the damage? I couldn't quite see what I saw. He got taken out. I couldn't really see what he went over on. It looked like ankle, didn't it? So I'm not sure what happened because he went off on the stretcher as well. Yeah, yeah. And that's was getting properly strapped into it. That normally yeah. says it's something like midriff or neck. Yeah, or, well, yeah, actually, it could have been, yeah, I yeah. suppose. Because I mean, if it's ankle, they normally walk them off, don't they? Yeah, that's or a fair point, yeah. <laughs> if, if, yeah. It's, if it's upper body, then, you know, it may well be a, you know, a mm. concussion or a whiplash-type injury, and he might be back in a couple of weeks' time. If so, then then that's better. But um, not to diminish head injuries being important, of course they are. But, yeah, you'd rather take an upper body injury as a footballer than a lower body injury for obvious reasons. So, you got to be thinking. Sorry. No, no, Karen. You've got to be thinking for Arteta that it's one loss in, what, eight games now? He's got a couple of wins. We're looking good. We've we've only lost game or drawn games because of some unlucky goals, deflections and known goals and things like that. And then when he, it, you're taking into consideration that he's not had a, a settled centre-back pairing, Obama Young's been out for three games, Lacazette couldn't score in a brothel, although he does work his arse off and I do not have, do not have a problem with um, Lacazette at all. And and we've seen the young players come through. He's not been out to play Reese Nelson because as soon as he came in, he started playing Reese Nelson because he really likes him. Yeah. So I think once the, the squad settles down, then it's going to be, we're going to see much better football. But like you were saying at the beginning of the show, Chris, you can see what he wants to do. And it is almost a thing of beauty to watch. Like with that goal, 22 passes. It's it's, it's like Wenger ball um, 2.0 at times. I love it. Yeah. So, Danny, what did you think of Martinez's performance as well in that? Uh, well, across the whole game as well, because I would have said, and I don't know if it's too soon, that perhaps we need to look at a backup goalkeeper in the summer. Well, he's he's not a bad player, but I think I'm just looking here. I think he's 26 years, uh, 27. Same, same, same age as Leno. Bloody hell. Um, he's 27. He's only he's played 25 games for Arsenal. I think when I've seen him out on loan, he's done good. And when he's played in the League Cup games, he, he has also done good. But there's a couple of other games he's came in and um, I'm, I'm not overly as enthusiastic about him being our backup goalkeeper now as then I was at the beginning of the season. That one where he dived and saved it in, in the first half and he got out quickly ready for the second one. I mean, he saved it when it, the ball hit the floor and, went, and then he, he managed to block it and then pushed it away. And uh, but when you go charging out of your area when you should have stayed stayed where you were and shouted, I mean the defenders look like they had it, and then you're injuring people. You got to think: is he is he a little bit over eager, or is he just not good enough to uh, to be our backup goalkeeper? But when you think, looking at that, I don't know what other players we've got that uh, that can play in goal. We've uh, well, we've got Matt Macy, six foot seven Matt Macy, who's played two games ever. I do think we could do with another goalkeeper, but we were worried about um, Manuel Neuer being um, leaving Bayern and so Bayern getting um, Leno, but they've bought the, the 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 team I can't pronounce that I call Shackalo for, but that's not what you say, <laughs> is it? <laughs> Schalke. Yeah, they bought their yeah. goalkeeper. I think you said that last time, Josh. So uh, I do think we could do with one, because if you aren't ready to be number one by the age of 27, then I don't think you're ever going to be. But he, he's only played 25 games for Arsenal, and he's been here seven years, yeah. I think, six I think years. Well, he was in the um, he was in the seven five, wasn't he? Yeah, the Reading. Reading. I think then he I had think, to change his name. I think you might have been a bit harsh, there, Danny. I, I think I um, do like him, but I, I, think I think he's a bit of a flapper at times. The problem you the problem that you're always going to have with a backup goalkeeper is that um, that they're, they're never going to be 
uh, first choice. I mean, it's a weird one because you get some circumstances like Southampton is the one that jumps to mind where they start the season with Angus Gunn, realised he wasn't ready, brought back Alex McCarthy. Uh, I think Palace sort of did similar with with um, Greater. They brought in Wayne Hennessy, realised that he was dog shit and brought back Greater. Um, but th there's a lot of goalkeepers that um, generally you know who's first choice at every club. Um, and when you look at even... Claudio Bravo obviously was was sort of a revolutionary goalkeeper. As soon as they could upgrade Edison, come in. Bravo's now very much. It's not like he's just a backup. He's a way, way, way lower level than than Edison is, and you can see it when Man City play him. I I, I just think that for Martinez's benefit, probably a move away would do him good because I mm. think he would probably play more games. But he's not going to get better unless he plays more games. He's not no. going to play more games unless he gets better. But do we need it? But my, I guess my argument is, do we need him to be? And th where, I, where I'm saying being harsh, if you think back to those European games earlier on in this season, he's been outstanding yeah, in Europa League. He was. So, you know, I, I don't think he was bad tonight. He was a little bit flappy. You know, there's, there's absolutely no doubt about that. That one, very, the last minute where he sort of came for a ball, I don't think he was ever going to get, um, you know, a more composed finish and Bournemouth would have got level. So, yeah, the, the, there's an element of that. But I, d I don't think I don't think you can sign an Ospina and have him as backup anymore like we had. I think... Not an international keeper like that, you can't. No, no, but I suppose, Mike, well, the reason I say that, if Leno is out for the rest of the season, would you be happy with Martinez in goal for all the games the rest of the season? That's no. what I was referring to, kind of. No, no. I, th I think if that happened, you, you go into the transfer window. I think it, I think if you look over the history, if any player gets seriously injured um, to the point where you know they're going to be out very long-term, like not like Adrian at Liverpool where you know, they knew they were going to miss... Um, Allison for five weeks, I think it was. You can kind of cover that, but if we're talking three to four months plus, or like an ACL or something, then you have to go out and buy a first choice goalkeeper. Um, or, or you do put faith in what you've got, but realistically, I, th I think you, you go out and spend the money, don't you? And, and goalkeeping is such a specialist position because it affects so much of the whole team. It, it especially the modern goalkeeper, they often start the play from the back, um, the, the the defensive link-up. It's not just the centre-backs anymore, it's the full-backs, it's the holding DMs, it's where they put their distribution. So, for, for me, Martinez is a perfectly adequate number two. He's earned that right to be there as well. He's stuck with us for a long time. Um, I don't think you get too much of a better one. Um, somebody just put in the chat there, I missed the name, sorry, but they said about Butland. I mean, there's a prime example of a goalkeeper who's gone massively backwards David Keith um, could we look at Butland in the summer I wouldn't want to David um, Josh again will probably tell you but up until recently he's had an awful season for Stoke um, yeah his form has started to recover but you know a, a Butland for me is, is a step back um, and Fabianski is another good example of a goalkeeper who left Arsenal as a probably a backup and has gone on to be an extremely good goalkeeper unfortunately playing in a pretty terrible West Ham team but yeah uh, Martinez is, is for me is you know, yeah, he's going to make a few rickets, but Leno made one, didn't he? Nobody minded. So, yeah. Uh, so, we'll kind of move on. Um, talk about the other sub we had because Holding came on in that instance uh, to replace Mustafi. Danny, we saw the mysterious Spanish midfielder, Sabios, uh, come on for Peep. How did you think of his performance, Sabios, uh, when he came on? Because we're well, kind of struggling at that point. He's a, he's two types of players. He's the the Ramsey kind of player. I suppose he's a cross between Ramsey and Özil. He doesn't get as deep as Ramsey used to go. I'm pointing backwards, 
But then I think he's more creative and more adaptable than what Ozil is. But when he plays for Spain, and he's recently, well, before he was injured, before Christmas, he was playing for Spain, played a couple of really good games, played with Santi Cazorla, which was probably a dream. And he was playing on the left-hand side, wasn't he? Did, did he score a goal or was that Santi? I can't remember. Either way. And so people have been talking about whether he's going to go. Valencia might want him on loan or buy, try and buy him. But yeah, he's he definitely, uh, it's good to see him play. It's good that he's going up there and taking the corners. The corners that he took were pretty good. And I think the crowd, re- did I imagine the crowd was singing his name a little bit? Or was it me trying to make a song out of Danny Ceballos' name? No, they did. I think it's more because yeah. they liked the song, but yeah, they did. <laughs> there were a lot of, um, I have to say, for the away fans, I know we always sing their praises, but you could really hear them there in yeah. that uh, tiny stadium of Bournemouth's. Mm. They had um, more allocation, didn't they? Because it was a cut down there, that entire stand behind the goal. Yeah, so instead of six away fans that you can take to Bournemouth, it was it was, uh, it was twelve. Yeah. <laughs> well, would you would you be um, happy for him to stay for the rest of the season, Josh, or do you want him to bugger off? Because I think that's um, a really important position we need. We have got no backup flair other than possibly Willock. I don't see an issue with him staying. To be honest, uh, if he wants to stay, stay. But if he does want to go back to Madrid, then yeah, great. Pack your bags, mate. Well, they uh, they've said they don't want him. Well, not don't want him back, but they've said that they wouldn't loan him to Valencia, didn't they? They said he'd only get yeah. back. So, yeah. So I think it's a case of look. It's either a case of if he ever wants to play in the Premier League again, the, his best chance to play there is going to be at Arsenal. <laughs> if he's decided he doesn't want to play in the Premier League at all, then fair enough. His career is going to be in Spain, probably unless say PSG come in for him in the summer. That's only realistically the leagues he's going to be able to play in, Spain and France. So, yeah, if he if he doesn't fancy the Premier League, see you later. But if he does want to stay, uh, you know, he's good mates with Bellerin. They grew up kind of together uh, through the Spanish setup. So if he does want to stay, now that we've got a manager that will probably look after his skills a bit better than the previous one, I think he's just got frustrated because he's injured and that's where those comments have come from more than anything. I agree with that. And there is a player in there, isn't there? I, I really mm. genuinely mm. think there's a player there. I, I know a lot of people have said, oh, you know, it's another Don Suarez, which is just such a lazy... Sorry, I, some people... That's here. all right. I think it's as lazy as the comparisons are saying he's an ex-Santi, to be honest, on the other <laughs> side of the Venn diagram. And, and um, the same people saying, you know, Santi's getting, getting quoted and saying he wants to play one more game for us. And everyone said, right, yeah. you know, build a bridge, get him back. And it's like, come on, I love Santi as well. But, you know, give the guy a break. He nearly lost his leg. Let him just enjoy <laughs> Spain. Um, but no, I, 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 Tobias has got everything that suggests he, he should work in, in the Premier League. You know, he, he's got the right stature. He's composed on the ball. He generally uses the ball quite well. Um, again, yeah, final third probably needs a little bit of work in terms of his, his output goal scoring wise. But I do think there's a player in there, and, and it's just a question of he needs games and he needs he needs that time to play. Um, and like Danny's touched on before, you know, if if Mesut Ozil was to move on, that would be the opportunity for him to come in and potentially take that role because I think I think that's the best role for him. I don't think. Uh, Ceballos sitting deep in a 4-2-3-1 really works. I think he's better as a 10 um, or in a midfield three in a 4-3-3. So um, it's whether we can offer him the time that he needs to get game time. And he, he strikes me as one of those players that will get better with the more games he plays consistently rather than coming in and out of a team. So, um, yeah, I guess we'll see. But as you said, Josh, you know, if, if a player genuinely doesn't want to be here, if he's un, if he's unsettled, if he's homesick, 
that's different. If that's the case, then then move him on. But if he's happy to work hard, then I, I'd rather have him than not have him personally. And, and we need the numbers right now. Yeah, so I'm just seeing Danny's reply to one of my replies to who was uh, was it Paul Davis that was asking where Jason is. I said he's in the park shouting at pigeons. Um, and Danny has said Jason allowed on the show anymore. Brexit means Brexit. Yeah, he's not. He's, he's arranged today's show and he's pulling strings. He's um, it's uh, oh, we can't say what he's doing. Well, he's doing something very important on Friday, and his mind is focused on that. But yeah, so he's uh, just he's done so much over the um up to this point of the season, and now everyone's here, and Chris is back, and uh, he'll be watching. I'm sure Jason. He's, will be he's having a winter break. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> all sorts uh so yeah danny after we saw Sabias come on we still couldn't kind of stop bournemouth kind of pressing on us what did you think was the kind of problem there was it our midfield was it you know was it in not one of the issues with his game i think one of the reasons why Leeds or bielsa never played him was the fact that he doesn't really do anything other than score goals I think we did try a, a a a few through ball. Boom! Oh, fucking fuck that up, didn't I? We tried to give them the ball a few times. It just wasn't working out. And then when they went right, we're changing the way we're playing. We're going to do the fouling thing. I think we were two nil up, and most of our players thought, "Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't forgive them for thinking I don't want to get hurt here. We're two nil up. They don't look like they're going to do anything. Um, let's just uh, keep the ball, keep it at two nil, and see the game out. But they didn't expect to get ten minutes of. Uh, extra time at the end, injury time, whichever one it was. So I think it's just a little bit of that. Partly they'd run, worked so hard in the first half to get to that point and um, and should have had another goal. Um, maybe that was it. But yeah, I think if you know those Bournemouth players, they had nothing to lose. Quite a lot of them weren't first-team players. A couple of them were coming back from injury. And the bloke who scored his goal, that was his first ever goal for Bournemouth. And he, even him was kicking people. And you saw when they did score their goal, the, um, the little argy-bargy between holding and um, the person who went to get the ball out the back of the net. And that kind of summed up the second half of the game. It was uh, looked like a kick-off at any point. So maybe that's why they... Uh, I don't like using football analogies, but took, took their feet off the pedals. <laughs> I, I changed yeah. that a little bit. That's all right. Uh, I have to apologise to Mark Davis as well for calling him Paul. Uh, well, uh, he, he never he never played for the Arsenal. And he's never hit anyone. If, <laughs> any, if anything, you've upgraded his name there, surely. <laughs> I know. It's uh I can only apologize for getting your name wrong, but at least I did it positively <laughs> rather than some of the choice uh autocorrects I've seen for Saka's first name, shall we say. Oh, Pat Brady yeah. makes a good point. He says we've been getting tired in the last ten minutes of all the games under Arteta. That's because they're working so hard, isn't it? You should have called, should have called him Liam Brady. Hey, look, <laughs> Liam. <that> one. <laughs> it's only natural that they would be getting tired, surely. I mean, like they are that they are under or are working on a much stricter um schedule and, and they're being worked harder than ever before. So that for me is a positive. The only downside is if you get these injuries. But no, I think that's a positive, personally. Emmanuel puts, oh, that was not bad. It was mostly the kids, no? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That, that's the thing to mention. And I thought Bournemouth second half played as well. First half, yeah, to be fair, they were poor. I thought second half they played as well as they did against us in the league game. We drew that one all with our first team. So, you know. Yeah, as I say, 93 minutes. We can, we did concede a goal afterwards, all that Bournemouth pressure. Stand. What? Um, 
And of course, bring on any player who has never scored for their club and they're guaranteed to get a goal against the Arsenal. Remember when uh, we did the uh, one of the previews for last season and uh, for Crystal Palace, and we said, uh, "What's his name? Christian Benteke hadn't scored in two years. Yes. No, he's not going to score." Yeah, yeah. Cool. yeah. And then the game yeah. after, there was another one. I did uh, Kalichi and Acho against oh, Leicester. Yep, yeah, that was okay. one of them. I was like, "Don't worry about him. He's shit." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Put yeah. in the top bins, which is why I'm not allowed to make any comments ever about games whilst a game is occurring. Because I'm an excellent jinx. You really are an excellent jinx. Oh, oh. Kelly's in the chat. I've got to behave now. Sorry. Hold up, right. your cats. Oh, Excuse me. Something like that. <laughs> uh, Colin said the point there. We need to get Ake. He was very good, but we're not getting him, are we? Not for the price they want for him. No. Know. It's all right. It'll be cheaper when they get relegated anyway. <laughs> True. Uh, so. Should we talk about the goal we conceded or should we go to questions? Because we could go about how there was millions of bar checks for it as well. Let's go to questions. Uh, it was a shit goal for a shit team who somehow for 20 seconds thought they had a chance. They're shit. Get rid of them. Best bit about that goal was holding, kicking him, not giving the ball back. Because he gave a cheeky <laughs> kick, didn't it? And they were going, oh, you got away with that one. Yeah. No, I yeah. mean, you know, we, we, we conceded. We need to learn from it. It was a poor goal to concede, but... We conceded, you know, who cares? I mean, we're through. That's that's the most important thing. And we should mention we played, well, I think you already mentioned, didn't you, Josh? We played Portsmouth. Which we do. memories of Thierry and getting applauded off during the Invincible Invincibles era. Good time. Yeah, so it's back down to Fratton Park. Um, yeah. well, a, stadium that, a stadium that hasn't really changed. Oh, since the last hundred years. I quite, quite fancy yeah. that. It's a good day out, Portsmouth, as well. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm with you there, Danny. Uh, Crawley by sea, as it's better known as. Living where you live, I, I quite like Pompey. I, I... Uh, I lived in Portsmouth. I <laughs> yeah, I went to uni there, so <laughs> I have my. I've okay, done yeah. my time there in that weird island. Weird because island. that is that is a fact. Portsmouth is an yeah. island. Yeah, HMS Victory in the Mary Rose. Yeah, there we go. We've gone nautical. Right. It's only a matter of time, We've wasn't gone it? Nautical. Yeah, well, we've got a pirate on, haven't we? Uh, right, Danny, would you like to do questions whilst I berate the chat box as well? You... I'd say, Oi, chat box, Danny, 102 thumbs up. I said 200, still 209 of you. That's what are the rest of the 107 of you slackers doing? I bet Kelly hasn't done it yet. Oh, freeloading scumbags. If anybody yeah, gets what freeloading scumbag, not you, not you, Chris, because I know you know what it is. If anybody knows what they're saying, you freeloading scumbags is from, put it in the chat and I'll highlight it. Um, right, uh, that's me telling Chris what to do. David Keefe, were you lads pleased to hear the crowd cheering Hector when he, when he took what looked like a bad head injury? The boy is loved at last, Josh. Yes. Good. Um, Carlito Elguna, Chris says, anyone know the status of the Pablo Mari signing? I would change that to Pablo, spent a season in the Segunda Division in Spain and did fuck all Mari signing. <laughs> yeah. Um, the time. I, I never like to put my head on the chopping block, so naturally I'm going to put my head on the Do chopping block. Do you have block. any unpopular opinions you could share with the dear viewers? As far as I can tell, or as far the People, people that I trust who know these things quite well have suggested to me the deal is done. So um, I think um, the, the talk of him going home or being sent back to Brazil, um, I'll say two things about that. One, read the comment or read the publication that was printed in. That should tell you all you need to know. 
um and two don't believe everything you read that it was a pre pre um pre-arranged return to brazil um the quotes that came out from the flamengo president were a last gasp attempt to try and bleed us for a few more quid um that sounds like brazilian teams i don't know who thought yeah like name my agents did always death um yeah I, I from from what i from what i can gather and people that i I trust to know these things, the deal's done. But as with every single transfer, until they're stood on the pitch holding the shirt and it's on the dot-com, don't believe it. But I think I, th- I think it's a done deal. Uh, I'd be very surprised if it fell through. The Kazawa one, less so, because I think Juventus have all but tied that deal up now, which is a bit of a surprise. I, th- I think we pulled out of that one um, because of how well... they wanted money. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> it. Yeah. Make Mustafi a part exchange. Especially if he's broken. I think it's because Arteta looked at Saka and went, you know what, actually, we probably did something about more. So, um, and I'm not against that. You know, I was quite pro because I was signing personally. Still am. But um, it doesn't bother me if we don't. You know, I do think, we've, I do think we, we should put faith in Saka if that's what we've chosen to do. Then good on Arteta for making that call. But, but yeah, with Mari, I, I would be very surprised if that doesn't get announced in the next 48 hours, I would have thought. Just had a tweet from our mate Chris Highland. He was the one who did the interviews of Amy Lawrence at the World Cup in Brazil. He's mm. recorded them in the back of a bus somewhere. Traffic and around. he says he, he's binned off Five Live to listen to my mate Danny. It's very kind of you. And I've also seen, Chris, I don't know if this is your doing, they're trending, hashtag bring back the bush. Is that anything to do with you? Uh, no comment. Fair enough. Also, while we've got you, Chris, uh, Kelly says, uh, what did Chris get for his birthday? More cats? Uh, AIDS. Uh, no, I um, bear AIDS. I should hearing say. AIDS. Hearing, hearing AIDS. Um, <laughs> That's that whistling you can hear. It's got to be fun. I, I I got um, a hand job. No, I didn't get that either. No, <laughs> I um, I have to pay for those. No, I I got um, I got a few nice nice bits from from a few people that are close to me. Um, uh, but yeah, nothing, nothing spectacular. But I got a nice a nice. Uh, hoodie not dissimilar to this one on i zip up and i got some uh i think i think the uh the kids call them lounge pants josh will know he's down with the kids uh i used to call That's them that was never pants. proven they're, they're a bit more fitted uh and i got some nice chocolate which is always a bonus um and i what was the other thing i got um, everybody in abw sent you some love did they yeah they did yeah to be fair i, I kind of kept it a bit low profile this year because i don't i'm not great at dealing with you know Grief, old age um, grief. But, but thanks to everybody who, um, thanks to everybody who um, sent me well wishes on Twitter. Uh, I liked uh, Jim Housen's quote there. John Welsh gave me crabs. <laughs> Where's that? Um, there was a listener account, wasn't there, called uh, John Welsh gave us crabs. <laughs> that's, that's superb work. Oh. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think that was all I got. Or was it? That, I think that was a fourth thing. I can't, I can't for the life of me remember what it was, but. Yeah, yeah, some nice, some nice, nice useful gifts, things that are actually useful, which is always good. Nothing, nothing worse than being bought stuff you can't use or have any benefit to. So, yeah. Well, there you go. That's uh, a five minute answer to a one minute question. Thank you. Okay. One for you, Josh from Pete Colson. Listen to starts being smutty. He says, out of the, all the players we have been linked with in this transfer window, which would make you the most erect or moist or and or both? Out of all the players we've been linked with this transfer window, who have we been linked with? Uh, John Stones. Have. John Stones. Got Pablo Mari, who, to be fair, he's like Giroud level. Mm. He's going to be in like the next uh, 
Paddy Power advert. Um, Kazawa, who, no, thanks. Well, I, you, no. You can't, if, if you're not moist when erect, you're doing something wrong. The two go together, people. Yes, unless you're in the rain. Or unless you've got an innie, not an outie. Well, that's true. Or if you have to thumb it out, then it's not. Go on, yeah. move it along. It's been an hour. People have um, things to do. I've said Pablo Mari because I can't think of anyone else we've been linked with. I can't, think of, I can't think of many that we've, we've been, not been not, yeah. not links. Just people maybe have sort of said, oh, yeah, you know. Um, oh, well, Good I'll job, I've still got my list, isn't it? Omitty, on, Barcelona, John Stones, Omitty. Man City. Sorry, whoa, whoa, whoa. Sorry, oh, can we just go back a bit? Omitty. Who? I can't, don't want to use yeah. titillating <laughs> words. Dries Mertens, Napoli, I think that's more oh. of a summer thing. Baratang. Oh, yeah. No, oh. Uh, there is something in that Mertens one, by the way. That's yeah. actually quite exciting, to be fair. Not in January, but there is there is open dialogue about that one at the moment. So and that might be one to keep an eye on. Lamar, as uh, you just shouted out. Um, yeah. Chakoglu, bless you. Thank you. Nathan Ake, Max Arons, Edson Cavani. I'll behave yourself. Uh, unpronounced. Wow. Kazawa. Who was the Gros- other Brazilian we had? Gros- Bruno Gloves. Oh, Bruno, Bruno. The Bukes. one that's gone to Leon. There's another Brazilian midfielder tapped him up instead of a do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's okay. True. Right. Uh, question from David Keith for Chris. With your knowledge of uh, Farmers League football, do you think we will sign Lamar and where does he play? As I was impressed with Ceballos. Um, if he means in January, no. Um, I think we might be sniffing around if he's available in the summer because he'll go for less. Um, he's a predominantly uh, right, well, right or left-sided forward um, where we're quite stacked, in case you haven't noticed. So um, I, I I still think he's a very, very talented player who's been badly used by a fraud of a manager at Atletico Madrid, personally. So um you know if you if you sign for Simeone and you've got any ounce of flair you'll have that beaten out of you faster than Jose Mourinho would um you know unfortunately Simeone is an absolute fraud he's being exposed for the fraud he, he always was this season um and and he can't manage players with technical ability and, and a flair he's, he's a, he can only manage players who like to kick people up in the air and that that is all that he's got so um the sooner a a player with that sort of talent gets out of Atletico Madrid, the better. Um, but yeah, I think I think we'll I think we'll have a little sniff around him, but it will all depend on the price because his agent's a bit of a, a bit of a fucker. So um, price will determine that one. But I'd like to see us go back in for him if if there's room for him in the squad. It depends on who goes out, of course. But yeah, he's a very talented player who's been sadly wasted um, in in his role at the moment. Um, Loki said he's he's a bigger punt than Ozil. Completely disagree. Watch him at Monaco, Loki, and you'll see the proper player. As long as he's a ponce and not a nonce, he'll be fine with me. Right, question for you, Josh. Who's going to be the front three for the Burnley match? Uh, I think Aubameyang is back. So I think we'll see Aubameyang up top. Um, actually, no. Oh, when do we play Burnley? It's just this weekend, isn't it? Hmm. Or have we got the... No, we've got the international... Not international, but we've got winter break. Oh, so, yeah, God, probably... And, uh, this weekend away at Burnley and then we've got a 14-day gap and we're at home to Newcastle. That's when the gap is. So, yeah, I think we're we'll see Aubameyang, Aubameyang oh, back. No. Yeah, Aubameyang will be back. Uh, we'll then probably have Pepe in, uh, Martinelli and Ozil. I think Lacazette will have another 
game off the bench, maybe. Actually, no. I, yeah, part of me is thinking whether or not Martinelli will get rested. That's I my only question. So if we yeah. rotate Martinelli and Lacazette out and Aubameyang comes back in for the left um, And also, can you imagine Martinelli against Burnley? I mean, he'll have the shit kicked out of him. Murder him. There'll be a murder on the dance floor. Right, question for you, Chris, from Ed Danny, Loud. Danny, he said, what? Danny, two o'clock kickoff on Sky for our UK viewers on Sunday. Because people might want to know when the game's on, so... Very true, they do. Um, question from Ed Loud for Chris. Can Chris make the answer this question take 10 minutes? Uh, I could. I could, Ed. Um, That's not I'll, even a question. I, I could make anything last 10 minutes. Well, actually, not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a proper question for you from Guna123 for Chris. Who would be the best pirate in the Arsenal team? It's going to be, obviously, can Callum still play for you? Callum Knight? No, no, he's just he, no, no scandal. Breaking news: He's left. He's Winker. left. Dead to me. And he's What's gone he done? To, he's gone to one of our biggest rivals, Plymouth United. Yeah, he um stayed loyal for five and a half years, and he's gone to jump ship. A new challenge. Literally. literally. Um, <laughs> Who would be the best player in the Arsenal squad? I think is what the question is, though. Yeah. Um, that's actually a really good question. I mean, Danny Ceballos has got a very piratical look, hasn't he? You can imagine him with a patch and a parrot. Um, Socrates is the obvious one just because he looks like a guy who would scrub the well, decks. It could have been uh, Sammy Cathola because he nearly needed a wooden leg. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, Josh, stop it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I've not um, said anything. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's there's a, there's a few there, isn't there? Um, there's a few. Uh, Bellerin's another one. Yeah, he's 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 very he's Bellerin would be the Orlando Bloom character, wouldn't he? He'd be the, the pretty one um, coming to rescue the. The, the the Kira Knightley who'd be played by um, Martinelli, um, but yeah, there's, there's there's quite a few. We're we're actually not a bad looking team. Do you remember the days that we used to have just nothing but gnarly Keown and Parler and Linigan, Linigan and like yeah, we're actually not a bad looking team now, are we? We've got, we've got Marvin Gaye up front. Linigan's a plumber now in Norwich, isn't he? Is he? Yeah, he's got a plumber's van. Did he come round and fix your pipes. Wow, ask Ellis. Ask right. Um, <laughs> Uh, next question from Ronry again for both of you or all of us would you take Santi back on loan if Sabios goes back Villarella not letting Santi come on come here on loan um, he was injured for three games he came back and scored a goal in both games so they would tell yeah. us to go fuck ourselves do you know what will happen for Santi he will play in a testimonial at some point for us so that's what will happen mm. yeah that'll be that'll be when he retires That'll yeah. be his retirement game. Will be Villarreal versus Arsenal. They'll do it at the Emirates. Yeah, exactly. uh, he'll come over. It'll be too cold. His ankle will seize up, and his leg will fall off. There you go. Called it's it here. Yeah. He, he joined us in 2012, and he did six seasons with us. Um, he did four with Villarreal. Then he did five minutes at Malaga, and then another two at Villarreal. So that's going to be 12 seasons between the two teams. Oh, good God. Before he was at Villa Isle again for three. That's his third spell. Yeah, yeah he's gone back for the third That's time. Four, yeah. seven, eight, nine years at Villa Isle and six at Arsenal. And where he is, let him let him just enjoy his. He's rebuilt a career and he's playing brilliant football. Don't can you? Oh Christ! Can you imagine him again away at Burnley or fucking? I don't know who else is. Well, that lot up the road or you know Stoke, Stoke will be in Cup. League One soon. Jesus Christ! Like, no, don't bring him back to our awful bloody pitches and our northern monkey shithousery towns. No, just no. Leave him where he is in the nice sun with his family and and let him keep saying lovely things about Arsenal. That's fine by me. 
Fantastic. Josh, what would you? Would you have him? No. His leg will fall off. Huh. The one reason he left, and when he was doing his rehab, he was doing it in Spain for a reason. It was, just, <laughs> it was too fucking cold for his ankle in this country Tell for him to stay it. here. So he oh, couldn't boy. do it. He could play probably about two games a season because the weather would be all right. And then he'd have to come off at half time because it would start raining. You'd have to start playing in a Wellington boot full of warm gel just to keep it bloody movable. Why have you put Makola? Like I'm midfielder, I know a bit about. So, You're mumbling, Chris, and you've got your hand in front of you. That sounds like a certain German midfielder that I know quite well. We've currently got in our squad. He only plays when it suits him. Anyway, carry Fair on. Fair weather. Mm. What's that Mikolo Matyvienko thing you've put there? What's that for? It was another player we were linked with. It was a Ukrainian guy that I said, if you got his name wrong, your furniture would start floating. (laughs) 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 Yeah, he's the Ukrainian centre-back at Shakhtar, who Arteta was a fan of when he was at Man City and they scouted and he was looking at. There's a bit of legs in that as well, but I think that's more of a summer deal if we can't get Upa Makano, I believe. Sefo Kaya put, yeah, Polista, good shout. Still Shamak, though. Shamak still hasn't officially retired. No. Isn't he playing in, like, the UAE or somewhere? Last I, time I looked, he was doing nothing. He hadn't done anything since Palace told him to get fucked. I think the last time he was trying to do was hold on to that hairline of his. <laughs> yeah, well, I can't, <laughs> I can't. No, neither. No, no. I know um, people in glass houses of this uh, group, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There right. you go. Right, Josh. Have any more? No. Nope. Cool. Right. <laughs> I think that's it, isn't it? I mm. can say thank you to the 206 people that have stayed with us for just over an hour and 15 minutes. That Sorry, Danny. That's really good. Yeah. 104 thumbs up, you know. Only 96 short of what we were going to do. 104. Is 104. You know what? That's more than I normally get. And I got no thumbs down. And I normally ask for them. And I've got one of them either. Like live Twitch streams, if this carries on, we're going to have to get, you know, we're going to have to start counting views rather than likes if this carries on. This can't continue. It, it's awful. You know, I didn't even have to go up and do my boiler. So then we got to see a crotch shot. That would have just seen them rocket. And I don't know if it's likes or unlikes. We won't so go into that. Our, when we go off air, that's, that's, yeah, probably, exactly. That's for our OnlyFans channel. Anyway, as a great man would once say, get on with it and i am so i will say thank you to everybody that has joined us big thank you to michael harneman chris lodato and ed loud for stuffing things down our boxes and so thank you to my guests and danny danny thank you for being here thank you for being you josh thanks it's really hard chris thanks for coming back you're welcome after that time out scrubbing the poop deck whatever you were doing uh, here's to here's to many more pods with you once again, Josh. It's yeah, been... until I get struck off because I say something rude about the Australians again. <laughs> anyway, Danny, on that note, switch this shit off. As soon as I scored that goal, I was fucking livid. Splendid business. Get down, dog.